All I'm saying is, in my personal opinion, you should treat me better. Because as I, as I learned from the 10-minute podcast and from Will Sasso, very similar to him, I have a bear heart. Yeah, but the problem is I have a giraffe heart. So when you put a, gir- a giraffe no, no, I'm sorry, and a bear you misunderstood. together. Bear, I, I have a B-A-R-E heart. So you got to be really sensitive with me. But I'm, I also can take it because I have a bear heart, a B-E-A-R. So you have both types of hearts. Yeah, I mean, it's a rare condition that apparently only myself and Will Sasso have. But yes, I have a B-A-R-E heart. So you got to be tender with me. But sometimes I can take the pain because I also have a B-E-A-R heart. And so, yes, I, it, to answer your question, the strange condition is I have both. I don't buy it, but I am going to donate because I think that it is a very... I, it's it's something that I need I to donate to to make sure that it gets I don't, uh, the proper I don't believe attention. you. Me and my own giraffe heart. <laughs> it's, it's so stupid to think that you have two different kinds of hearts. Well, the thing is, giraffe giraffe hearts already get all the support out there. It's like breast cancer. It's it's already out there. People know about it. Yeah. It's getting all the media attention. I just like the fact that you're like, I don't buy it because it's a different animal. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, because I have a giraffe heart, of course I'm going to feel a little bit... Elongated. You know, no, I'm gonna. F- ah. Well, yeah, I see what you did there, yeah. but I feel a little bit. <laughs> your neck stretches out every so often because it's of like your a heart. bad idea, you know, to donate to a to a like. What if I don't want people with yeah. bear hearts coming after people like Wait, me which one? with giraffe hearts? B a r he heart. B e a r he hearts. Bear hearts. Bear hearts. Bear. Like the medicine. Bear. Bear. I'm losing it over You're losing it. Oh my god, you're turning purple. (laughs) I can't turn purple. I can only turn a a slightly darker shade of brown. But that got too real. (laughs) It's true, though. Hmm, Fair enough. Anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in to Nonsensical Brilliance, the podcast, as I think it should be said. Not Nonsensical Brilliance podcast. That's exactly how I say the podcast. I just like the fact that we say the podcast as if there's another medium out there. When there clear- is another there is another podcast, um, Nonsensical Brilliance podcast. When I was trying to sign up for the Twitter handle, no, 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 no. there that- was a wrestling podcast by that name. I, yeah, I, I wanted there to was like, reach another, out to them and there- say hi. Are you just making this up? No, like, I'm serious. I never saw another nonsensical brilliance. No, no, no. Like, it, no, um, they weren't anyway, nonsensical the, brilliance. They had NSB as their. They had, yeah, they had their NB yeah. cast as their thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it wasn't nonsensical brilliance. It was. Oh yeah, yeah. That that's, that's what not I what meant. you said. I meant the Twitter handle. Dang okay, it. You, you meant, know what I meant. Well, uh, no, I didn't know what you meant. Well, I've cleared it so up. So let's clear it up now, real quick. What do you want from me? They, there was another podcast that had NB cast, but they didn't have nonsensical brilliance. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's what I meant to say. That's what you meant what to did say. I say. You said that there was another nonsensical brilliance podcast out there. No, that's not what I meant. Okay. Because we did extensive research to make sure we that weren't going to copy a name. My, that didn't come out of my mouth. Though, no, so. it did not. I can understand why you would have thought that I had meant yeah. there was another podcast called Nonsensical Brilliance out there. Because of how you said and it. We yeah. are both very proud of that name. So. Mm-hmm. So you want to finish the intro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am your host, or one of your co-hosts, Sheriff. And with me, as always, <laughs> is my co-host with the mo-host, Mr. Marcus. 
Did you forget my name for a minute? Because like you looked like you just blanked. For no, me. no, you always you get on my out. case about how when you say the last name is so oh, weird. I, said, I hate no, it. No, no, I, I wish you say that. None of that. Leave. I asked. I just said it was funny that usually you use our last names, but I don't because I found it funny. Maybe I want people to be able to know who we are and recognize our majesty and dox okay? us. <laughs> I wasn't worried about that, but now I am. <laughs> you worried about which Todds are going to come find us? <laughs> yeah, but the problem is, uh-huh. is that like I'll kind of welcome it because my <laughs> social <lonely>. media isn't <laughs> super active. So yeah. you know, cool dude. That's kind of my fault though because I never use it. Yeah. But hey, maybe if it got more activity, I would use it more. That's a good point. So you guys, do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I beg of you. <laughs> Please. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, give here. me a reason. Can can you tell me, um, Sheriff? I have a question for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, can you tell me what today is? Today of happens to be what? T- today of the recording. Today of the recording. Yeah. What like what today? What is it today? Not when we post it, because people are going to see a different date. But you're going to say, "Well, usually, yeah." yeah. I regret saying oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> I regret hearing it. Today is weigh-in day. You know what that means, I'll right? I'll turn into a ghost. <laughs> The news spooked you so much that your soul yeah. left your body. Yeah. Well, today's the fateful day, indeed. <laughs> today is when we reveal how much we lost over the month and who Genuinely, gets the facial treatment oh, of shaving it man. into the design that we have thought up for each oh, other. Genuinely, we do not know, like, straight up, we don't know how much each of us have lost. We only know what we started out at. Um, we also don't know which mustache decision we've made for the other. And we've also not kept each other updated throughout the month. So. No, but I do know that you've been on a treadmill t- at least twice. At least twice? Because I've called you a couple times when you were on the treadmill. Yeah, well, I- about two weeks in, I got a membership at a gym. Yeah. And uh, I've been going every other day. So at least... Have you, do, have you been doing week. weight stuff besides... That was the problem. Were you? Please tell me you were. I did some weight stuff. Yes. yes <laughs> I did some weight stuff. And on top of that, my <sighs> leg... Just a quick backstory. I had a spinal injury that kind of caused my leg, my left leg to atrophy a ton. Mm-hmm. And it's responding really well. <laughs> in a good way, but also in a bad way for this. <laughs> my leg's got a lot of stronger, but it's also gained a ton of muscle. <laughs> so. so my leg has got a lot of stronger. <laughs> it's got a lot of stronger. Very much. <laughs> it's great. Oh, uh, I told you this, and I, I stand by this genuinely. Like, good news, I didn't gain weight. I can tell you that. Much. I'm proud of you for that. I didn't stay at the same weight either. However, I'm still nervous, like because I don't. I I, th- I don't know if we mentioned this when we originally talked about the bet, but you and I had a bet a while back about mustaches already, mm-hmm. and I lost that one. Yes, I can't lose a mustache bet twice. In do you want to? Do you want to? You know, tell that story and kind of push away your demise. I'll just do a quick backstory because we may have already talked about it. I really don't remember, but it's possible. Uh, yeah. Just in case uh, we did, we were at, we went to little Caesars. I said, Hey, do you want to make a quick bet on Mario Kart on the Wii? You said, sure. What? And I said, well, let's say whoever wins the race, our loser has to shave down to a mustache and you agreed to it. And I was doing fairly well. I was ahead for most of it. And even like we we noticed that based off the score on the very last race, Rainbow Road, even if I didn't get first place, I just had to finish within like the top half of like 10, I think it was, and I'd be fine. I didn't finish in the top half. I didn't even finish the race. Yeah, it was hilarious. So I kept falling off the track and you you didn't finish first either, but you finished 
you finished, <laughs> which is what helped you. I finished first on Rainbow Road, man. Oh, did you? I yeah. can't remember. That's what got me to, to above you. Yeah, because I had a pretty is, good distance. Yeah. As long as I didn't... I had not been very do what familiar I with the Wii, because mm-hmm. that was one of the first times I played a Wii, True. which is why you were so confident. But yeah. I played Mario Kart when I was a kid, and I also played it a couple times over the years. So I, was kind of, I knew how to play Mario Kart. Yeah. But the thing is, like, I did not do well in those first three races because I didn't know the maps. And, yeah. you know, the controlling it was weird. And, oh, I have to turn it like a steering wheel. Apparently, I'm not as good a driver as I think I am, at least of a kart. Right. Either way, I you pulled are. it out in the beginning, and I clutched it because I know Rainbow Road. And it was the Nintendo 64 Rainbow a, Road, which was my favorite map. I had a mustache for a week, and it was awful. Yes. So um, I'm gonna, I have a story to share with you about this. It looked hilarious. I had, thank you. I appreciate that. About <laughs> this bet. So as you know, and we didn't talk about it on the podcast, but very quickly we we did. And I, I don't. We are. A bit, I just I, at some point I'm going to say what I need to say. We wound up doing a couple days ago. I got a group on for a cryotherapy thing, um, and I decided to do that and bring you along. We actually filmed it. Filmed us doing it. We might put up just a part of us of me in the cryo chamber on uh on our instagram and twitter and stuff but um it was really interesting i i kind of wanted to cheat a little bit to try to get a little extra calories burnt off because when you do cryotherapy very quickly um the body's tricked by the uh uh, what's it what is it um cold what's no the thing that they use though what's the oh liquid nitrogen liquid nitrogen tricks the body into thinking that they don't pour liquid nitrogen on it no no it's it's, like a steam thing it's It's really interesting it's still pretty cold though i recommend maybe doing it once if you have the money for it but don't go crazy about it because it's only for the experience yeah yeah, experience because it's like if you want to make it like a like a regular thing you do for treatment you have to go multiple you'd have yeah and you'd have to have a lot of money and it's expensive yeah for three minutes in the chamber i and and i used a groupon and i was like 30 dollars. it was still crazy so i did that i also as we mentioned in the last podcast i didn't know about the hundred dollars until late in the game i thought i told you about it. thinks you're sabotaging me i thought i told you res- about it. resident dwarf okay guy. but i know that you just forgot it's fine i don't blame you but you if forgot. i if i lose i'll blame you and Wait, um, you just said you don't blame me <laughs> you can't change your mind um i fool. also did i did something else and i want to clarify before i get, get into what else i did I want to clarify something. I did this and I 150% regret doing it. So if you're listening in and you think that if you want to lose some weight, um, let me tell you, do not do this because I, re- I completely regret it for, and you'll see why I decided, uh, cause I thought the weigh in was yesterday, Wednesday, January 2nd. I was wrong. So around lunchtime, I decided to eat a light lunch. I didn't eat breakfast or dinner. That was the plan. Anyways, I did wind up eating dinner, but I, I went and got, <clears throat> laxatives <laughs> what Be- because i thought maybe i would just do a last minute um just cleansing of the system because i haven't cleaned out my system to be fair i haven't cleaned out my system in a long time and i thought well i can k- kill two birds with one stone and Green i thought maybe two birds with one scone thank you for bringing that back up um <laughs> but i uh i decided to get laxatives there were i will point out that there were quicker options with suppositories i chose not to do that that's probably a better choice considering the results uh-huh. I, t- I took i took okay I, I, this is another here's a big point to why i regret doing this on the box it says to only take two doses within a day and so i took two doses in one setting which is part of the reason why i think it messed me up so bad um but what I wound up doing was it didn't affect me right away. You told me, hey, we're not doing this today. It's actually tomorrow. <laughs> and I went, oh, no. Oh. So I decided to go. I, I wanted to do this anyway before I decided to do that. I went to go get a haircut. 
uh, Cody, our our resident legend, like you said, every every bit counts. Right. Yeah. Our resident. Whatever ounces you lost from that haircut. Exactly. Our resident, uh, our uh, le- resident legendary person of of Cody called me, and we talked. A resident to- legend. Mm-hmm. We'll say that. Sure. He's our legend. We talked on the phone for a little bit, and then I decided to go get the haircut. I was sitting in the chair, literally, like I could feel my stomach start to cramp up a bit. Oh like, no! While like you were this. at the thing. Yeah, and then I also wanted to go for a walk afterwards. No, so that wasn't gonna happen. So I, well, I did start walking, and I walked between the Walmart and Target, and I was hoping to loop around the movie theater over in Turkey Creek because that's what I usually do. Mm-hmm. And so as I got past Target, I felt my stomach start to feel weird. I'm like, okay, maybe something's about to happen. So I, I should probably go to the bathroom. So I did that. I went to the single stall. I feel a disturbance <laughs> in the falls. Yeah. So I went in there and I did, I did use the bathroom, but not crazy. It was just like a normal one. It felt very normal. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, maybe that was just the one I had to do. Well, it has nothing to do with the medicine. Um, so then I left and I began to head further towards the movie theater past target and then it hit me my stomach cramped up so bad i was literally immobilized up against the wall outside of target oh my god it hurt so bad so this is why another reason why i completely regret it because realistically yes i did go to the bathroom a little bit more than my regular amount that day but it wasn't anything crazy I didn't, it was maybe like one or two more, a little bit, one or two more times than what I maybe do. But the the thing was, is that it literally, my st- I'm, I'm not even joking, man. I walked into Target. I felt fine for a second. Like, oh, maybe that was just the pain. I'm, I'm fine. I started to turn around and it hit me again. I'm like, nope, I'm going to go at least sit down <laughs> and see what happens. Oh, man. It's like that, it's like that cliche bit in the movies where like, it can't get any worse yeah. than this. And then it starts raining. But, but Except like for I you, said, it's poop. But like I said, honestly, like. And pain. For the actual like cleansing thing not much change than maybe normal but like the the whole thing was it hurt so bad like it was so much pain in my stomach from the cramping so just in case anyone hears this and thinks oh maybe i can lose a little extra weight by cheating too don't do it do the cryotherapy instead like waste your money on cryotherapy 150 percent, i regret doing that because i don't think it made a difference and it hurt so bad i will never do that again yeah at least the cryotherapy is like a cool experience yeah no, if I ever take laxatives again, it will be because I'm literally back to... Yeah, I can, okay. <laughs> I'm moving past your horrible puns. No, I must... I have to be recognized so, and, and, and... What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Commended. Commended? I don't yes. think that's the word you wanted, but... That's the word I want. Okay. But yeah, so anyway, I'm, I just want to clarify. Please I'm don't... Leaving. People, Sheriff, you included, don't do it. It, it was too painful, and I, I will never... The only way I'll ever take laxatives again is if literally... The doctor tells me to. <laughs> That's probably the best plan, so honestly. It, it, my, dude, I'm telling you, I've never had that much stomach pains in my like. It literally immobilized me. I was up against a wall holding a rock because <laughs> I was just like, it hurts so bad. <laughs> Don't do it. And I was afraid I wasn't going to make it to my car because of the pain. Like I, I was like, I have to walk back to Walmart to get to my car. I guess... PSA. <sighs> PSA, legitimately don't do it. I regret it 100%, 150%. Um, and I don't think it helped me. If, it, if, if that tells you anything, it didn't help. It just hurt me. That's all it did. <laughs> well, I mean, do you just want to go in and see maybe if you had any results from it? See if we... <laughs> right uh, now? Nah, nah. Just like, you know, let's, yeah, go, we into just go, check your let's go into the weights. Oh, I thought you yeah. meant like, see if I have to use the bathroom again. No, no, no. I think, no. I think you're good. Plus, you know... I, have, I sure hope so. We are in a little bit of a time crunch. We are in a bit of a time crunch. Um, so, as a reminder, let's just both remind each other, each other and everybody what our starting weight was. Yes. Mine was 323.6. 
and mine was 283 pounds. Okay. Uh, we, did you take a picture of yours? Because you, you had me do it. I did take a picture of I mine. I took one of mine, too. Do you want to show it to each other at the same time? Yeah. I need to pull mine up. I was not prepared for this. Yeah, no, I, I technically wasn't prepared either. Now, we, now, we'll have to do the math in our head, or I, I have the ability to do the math real quick. I mean, I don't know. I don't think you... I'm going to win. Do you really think you're going to win? I don't know. Okay, cool. <laughs> so we'll show the photos just so we have proof. And then we'll say the number, the actual amount that we lost. Yes, we'll say it just so that, you know, yeah. you guys don't lose out on this experience. So I'm not going to be able to do the math in my head of yours. <laughs> all right. What was your number again? I 283. Okay. All right. I didn't lose like 400 pounds. I mean, well, I, didn't, I know, but I just forgot the number. Okay. What is yours again? 323? See, you forgot too. Yeah. 323.6. Three, well, I got it right. So. Okay. Ready? Three. Two, one, reveal. I don't know what the number is for that. Three twenty-three um, minus. So you're all right. So I'll, I did the math already. So you won. Did I win? Wait, no. Mine is. Uh, wait, I was two hundred and eighty-three, and then I, my my ending weight is two seventy-four. What is your weight? Three twelve. Uh, three hundred twelve point four. Three hundred twelve. Mine's eleven point two. Shoot. Did I win? Yeah, you did. How many though? You, I, I lost. 283 minus 7 no wait 283 minus 274 I am too tired to do math <laughs> 9 pounds wow I lost by 2 <laughs> that 2 Victory! pounds that 2 pounds is in my leg I I I I guarantee oh, it. Oh my goodness, that is insane! Like that was a lot closer than I thought it was going to be, dude. Because you went to the gym, I genuinely thought you were going to lose. Like, like uh, I did. I lost so much size. Like shirts well, fit better now. That's great for you, honestly. But you've been bulking yeah, up. Yeah, but I bulked. I bulked up a ton. That's been my problem. I always gain muscle a ton easier than I lose fat. So victory! I unplugged my headphones. <laughs> I think didn't I? No, you're. Oh, good. I thought I heard it unplug. You're a fool. <laughs> Well, congratulations. <laughs> the good thing about this uh, for me, though, is that I actually have a good habit now. So Yeah, dude. High five. We're going to do another one where... <laughs> Are we? Yeah. Where Next year? We have to, no, tomorrow. I'm winning that $100 back. Oh. <laughs> uh, I could maybe loan you 20 No, I'm good. <laughs> so I'll take defeat. <laughs> Dude, that's a lot closer than I thought. That's crazy. Well, I'm glad for you because you know I especially have a based off of everything. Know how? Yeah. But you, you know, you just got to do. You did it all on your own, so good job. Yeah. You've been doing mostly dieting, right? Yeah. I've been, well, here's the thing. I've been doing dieting for a while, but I, 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 November was a really bad month for me, so I really got back onto my diet like I should have been before, um, and I just focused on that. And I did a lot of cardio. I, it's not like I didn't do like. Like obviously you worked out and stuff, but I, I tried my best to do cardio. Like my mom even noticed my, I know this sounds going to sound really strange, but I was at home and I was doing something in shorts and my mom said, she was like, Marcus, I can definitely see like the definition in your calves. Like you can tell you've been walking because That's there good. was more definition in my calves. There's nothing like, weird about that. So now I've become a model for calves in my spare time. Calf model. Calf model. I put dots on it. So it looks like baby cow. Calves by nonsense. <laughs> that's gonna be the name of the album that we do yeah. calves by nonsense it's just gonna be a picture of my calf 
Oh, side by side of our calves. Yeah, yeah, both of our calves. <laughs> oh, do you want to see my calf? Yeah, I want to see your calves. I gotta put my jeans up. Your pants are easier. Pants, so. Yeah, it was a lot easier. I got mad calves, look, look bro. At that, look at that definition. I mean, you're Let me pointing it the other way. So yeah, let me stand up here. Here, show me your calves. I'm gonna, yeah, this is really awkward to do on a podcast. Ooh, those are sexy, dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the nonsense. Yeah. Well, um, uh, we're gonna go ahead and we do have a quick PSA for you guys. Before we do that, can um, I mention the type of mustache that I've chosen for you? Oh, yeah. I was hoping you forgot about that. No, I didn't forget. You didn't. So I had two options. I'm going to show you the one that I chose not to do. I'll post pictures of this, I guess. Thank you. I was That would have made me look terrible. One, one option was a pencil mustache, but I've chosen not to. Thank you. My other option, which multiple people, including Katie, Clint, and another coworker said they thought this was a good idea, which was my initial plan. <clears throat> And we'll, I'll post these pictures on Twitter and Instagram so you can see the options. Yeah, you do it because I'm going to forget. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. I, got I still have to, to post. Today. By the way, our last episode of 2019 has been up since the 31st. I still haven't posted on Twitter about it. I need to do that You today. need to do that. You're I know. the guy who does the I thing. I know. I'll mention it. I'll say I'm sorry. So this is this this is what you're doing. Oh, Lordy. I think it's technically considered a mutton chop still. It's kind of, yeah. But, but what it does poofy. is it goes from the from the sideburns into the cheeks and then up around the mustache. So it's very cowboy-esque. And I think you All can right. pull it off really well. I'll, I'll, I'll do it today. I then. will send you this picture so you can stylize it. We're about to do, like the sheriff pointed out, we're about to do a PSA. We'll explain when we come back from the PSA. And um, hopefully we'll be able to show the, the finished product of, of Sheriff. I'm so excited to see that tomorrow. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm sorry. Hey, it could have been worse. I feel like this isn't That's that true. bad. Do you want to know what my idea was for you? Yes, please show me. Do you have a Do you have a picture? Yes. Uh, I I think this would actually look really cool on you. Oh, okay, I'm and glad. I kind of want you to do it. In I the might future. still I might still consider it if uh, if I like it enough. Um, I wanted you to do something like this. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted me to be Colonel Sanders. Yes, I wanted you to do a Van Dyke mustache, if you guys know what that is. It would look cool. Do you want to explain it just in case? I mean, the picture's going to be up on there, but... Yeah, it's a classic Van Dyke. Just uh, a mustache and a small, basically, like a soul patch. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm going to show that bottom. to Katie and show her what you thought for me. That's insane. It would be great. Send that to me so I, I would can love to it. see it. Oh, that's hilarious. This guy in here looks like Viggo Mortensen a little he bit. He does. I was about to ask you that. I thought that was him. I don't think it is, but it, it looks a lot like him. Oh, man. Well, can I shake your hand? Because I feel like this was a great competition. Dude, we both won here. Yeah, we both we won because we both lost weight. And we both and, probably uh, got some really good yeah. habits. Hopefully. And uh, we should talk about it at some point. You know, talk yeah. about some of our changes we made and yeah, maybe, success yeah. that we've had. Well, we're going to have a big, like our, once we, after the PSA, we're about to have a very in-depth conversation about something very scientific. So maybe, maybe for the final thought, we can just. Oh yeah, uh, we can bring it up there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe during the final thought, we can discuss our, our, our habits I'm that we've changed. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, buddy. I'm murder you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I'm going to throw you in, in the garbage can. Well, as long as you murder me and throw me in the garbage can to where I can watch you do it with your mustache I've, just, I've chosen for you. I'll give you that much. <laughs> yeah. You did good. I, can... so. <laughs> I will at least do that for you All right. as your final wish. I appreciate it, buddy. You're a dead man. <laughs> Hello, Todds of all ages. Simple. Smart, even. I don't know if you should call him. I'll say what I want. Due to some uh, scheduling conflicts... I screwed up. Get back to shaving. Okay. We, um... We had to take a bit of a break and uh, um, peeling back the layers that we're going to have to record the second part tomorrow, but it won't truly affect you. We just really wanted to do another PSA because it's been a while. I like 
like it. It's fun. It's fun. I enjoy it. Almost as much as I like shaving half my face. Yep, oh. go for it. You gotta keep shaving. Enjoy it. I hate you. Anyway, thank you, Todds, for paying attention to us and being so kind with your bare hearts to uh, allow us to take this break and come back to you at another time. Remember, a donation of $19 can sponsor a person with a bare heart. 14 hours. Now, are you talking about a B-A-R-E heart or a B-E-A-R heart? Thank you, guys. <laughs> so, we are back. Hello. And I am unfortunately <laughs> freshly shaven. <laughs> Not completely shaven. Not completely shaven, no. Um, and if you guys want to see... We're going to post it on Twitter and Instagram. That's right. And it comes with a fun video. Yeah. Uh, your your sister had you create a... Uh, no spoilers, though. No spoilers. We have to give them a reason to actually she, go to our she Instagram. Had you, yeah, or Twitter. She had you or create a, uh, a little fun video. A little skit. I thought it fit really well. Anyway, uh, just quick description. Yeah. I no longer have... The bottom part of my beard. You no longer have chin. My chin is bare. Your chin is no longer covered in the way it should be. It's surprisingly sensitive. Like, describe the best way you can sensitivity to... Hmm? Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Glossing over that. It's it's like the tactile version of somebody scratching their fingernails on a chalkboard. That's how mm. it felt the really? first time I had gone out. It was a, the, the bathroom was warm. I had just, I'd just taken a shower. <laughs> <laughs> just like you're describing every detail. Yeah. It was warm. It was lovely. Uh, and then I had to do something horrible. And I shaved my chin and like, like I tightened up the sides and everything. And then as soon as I brought, I, I brought the blade, I shaved with a straight razor. So right. I brought the blade down my chin and right as soon as the, right as soon as it was clear, I like, I, I thought I cut myself. It was that sensitive, Really, but I did not. It was just cold. And I'd never felt that cold on my chin before. My chin had never been exposed like that. <laughs> it's, never been, it's never been this exposed before. I know. It, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a traumatizing experience. <laughs> I bet it was. I know, but I didn't actually cut myself because I'm good at shaving. That's, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to explain the whole process of how you shaved it? Or Well, first step was uh, burning an effigy of Marcus. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame you. And then um, I shaved. And then I burned another effigy for good measure. Oh, good. Now, which was it a nice photo of me? No. <laughs> I, found, I found the worst photo I could have you. I found a blunder years photo of you in oh, high school. Good. Exactly what I want. Freshman year. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Evil. So, would you like to describe, because you haven't told me this, I would like to know each individual family member's response to this when they first saw <laughs> oh, yeah. each individual one, starting with the youngest. This is going to be fun. So, let's start with Shihab. How did All she... right. So, my little brother was actually passing by. He was walking past Oh, so he didn't stairs. even realize it right away. Yeah, he didn't. Well, he was he was yelling up at me. You know, he was just talking to me like from downstairs and I was upstairs walking out of the bathroom. Yeah. Um, and Shihab... He just kind of uh, looked up at me and kind of did a double take. <laughs> and when he did, um, he, he was stopped in the middle of his sentence. He goes, oh, my God. <laughs> did you smile? And he, no, he runs away. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't even stay. He just runs away. Um, and then this kind of went into because I was walking uh, towards my room and right across from my room is my little sister's room. 
and uh, she's uh, the next up old right. on the list, uh-huh. the second to la- last youngest. Uh-huh. And um, she also did a double take, but she wasn't too super paying attention. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I say something nice to her and she looks up and smiles and then her face freezes <laughs> and then instantly falls. <laughs> And she's kind of dumbfounded. She yeah. doesn't say anything. Uh-huh. She kind of tries to compose herself. And then she says, where's your face? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next I think I need, to, I need to give people the context that it's been more than four or five years since it's I've in, completely shaven. Right. So it's I've, been a long time. My chin's been in the dark for I've a long, 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 long time. I've only seen you close to being clean shaven once. And you still had a four o'clock shadow, so it wasn't even much of. Yeah, I just I, at that point I had messed up in and, yeah. shaving with an electric trimmer, and I had trimmed a big old swath down from my upper lip towards the middle of my chin, so there was no saving that. Yeah, unless yeah. I wanted to try something way new and a little innovative. I don't so think I could pull next, that off in high school. Next sibling. Next sibling, my sister. My oldest sister. Yeah, my older sister. Older Old, sister. Oldest, You're the oldest sister. of all of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she just laughed. <laughs> okay. Then what was your reaction? Because, you know. Me? Um, I did it, so. Oh, that's right. You were burning uh, <laughs> burning pictures of me. That's right. Yes, yes. Yeah. We've already we've already discussed this. So the next. I still have some more plans for you. Okay, cool. Then your mother. had Because your, your mother was one. I was really curious because once she saw the photo of what we were going to do for mm-hmm. you. She was not happy with me. My mom was expecting it because I told her what I had to do that day. Um, But she put her hands in front of her eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Should we also clarify when I said your mother was not happy with me? She wasn't actually mad at me. No, no, no. She's like, oh, I hate it when my... uh, She (laughs) hates it when I don't have a beard. She likes likes me to have at least like the chin strap beard that I do. Well, at least you've got part of it. Yeah, it's just missing the main bit. The main bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um... Yeah, my mom, you know, she knew already. So she's like, ah, gosh, dang it. You know, this is it. You know, this is the price you have to pay. The price of two pounds. And this is this is why I asked for you to do it by the youngest to the oldest. Because the one person I'm most excited <laughs> to know his reaction was was from your dad. Because I can't, like, your dad's a funny guy. Like, I mean, there's so many things we could talk about how funny. He's funny in a very genuine way. Oh, I know. I mean, I don't know if we've ever mentioned this on the podcast, but like when we were in high school, or no, it was just after high school. I was in college. You were in college for a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. And my old high school used to do uh, open mic nights and with for the students and some former students that would stop by and everything. And so we would go in there. And so I told Sheriff, I was like, hey, why don't we go and why don't we consider actually singing a song? And you're like, yeah, dude, let's do that. It'd be a lot of fun, actually. And your sister was already there, so it kind of worked out. You mm-hmm. could give her a ride home, I think. But... That's right. I think that was the original reason right. why we were going. And so you called your dad to let you let him know what you were doing. And I just hear from the other side, I just hear you say... Because you're driving at this time. Well, no, we were walking to the car, remember? Really? Yeah, because we, we were downtown and we were <laughs> walking to the car. And you said to your dad, you go, uh, yeah, dad, we're going to go to this open mic night. Yeah, Marcus and I are going to, I think we're going to sing a song. Dad, stop laughing. <laughs> the pauses. That's the sort of humor my dad just does naturally. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, what was your dad's reaction? Uh, so my dad was not wearing his glasses at the time, and he was sitting on his bed. Uh-huh. Um, and I walked into his room, and I said, hey. And he looks at me, kind of squints a little bit, and kind of like, you know, has a little bit of disbelief. And then he puts on his glasses. And then he starts laughing. 
<laughs> and then he says to my mom something in Arabic. And then he says, um, I don't want to see you. <laughs> I don't want to see you right now. Can you, you need to leave. <laughs> And don't come back until you've grown your beard. <laughs> so don't come back for He's a joking, week. He's joking, of course. Oh, man. So did he even know about the bet? But the thing is, now he he doesn't. He always laughs when he sees me. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. Did he know about the bet? He didn't know about it. That's, until, what's, that's what makes it even really yeah, funny. Yeah, he didn't know about... No, he knew about the bet, but he didn't know about the... The mustache part. Yeah, he didn't know about the mustache part. Gotcha. So, oh, man. Uh, that was a surprise to him. <laughs> I love that every time he just gets going to see you and I just gonna start laughing. He does. He, he giggles like great. a little kid. I think that's great. I love um, it. I love it. So uh, I wanted to clarify something because I thought about it last night after we recorded the first part. And that's... Um, I didn't want... It, so... We, t- we told the story about how I took laxatives and how it worked against me. Yes. I want to clarify something because I, I, I didn't clarify it last time. And I think it's really important to say how little or how no effect in helping me did that have. Because I actually told you I weighed in on Wednesday because that's when I thought we were doing the weigh-in. So yeah. I went ahead and weighed in that morning. And I was at 312 then. Or 313, I think, maybe. Mm-hmm. But 312. And so... Uh, yeah, so then uh, Thursday morning when I weighed in, I was I was still bouncing around 313, 312 roughly here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it literally had no effect. All it literally did was, and I just want to clarify, <laughs> me doing something stupid only gave me pain. It didn't help me win this <laughs> bet at all. See, so, fitting, fitting punishment for no, trying I, to get an advantage. I know that is, you know, in all honesty, it's a lesson learned because one, it didn't help me at all. Mm-hmm. And two, I just had pain the entire time it, I, I used it. So... Um, so once again, I'm going to do another little PSA. Don't do it. Don't, don't do it. Don't try to do laxatives to lose weight because it does not help. It did not help me whatsoever. It's not worth the pain. If you're abusing laxatives, stop it. No, yeah, legitimately. Legitimately, don't, it's, it's just a bad idea. Anyway, so now we've talked about the mustache. It's a crappy idea. It is a very crappy idea. Now we've talked about the mustache, gotten that out of the way. We've taken some pictures. Your sister made you do a video. Um... I think it's probably time to get into the topic of this episode. Oh, right. I forgot we had um, a topic. <laughs> now, you're going to be kind of leading this episode, and I will jump in here and there because I've read a little bit about it, but you know more about it than I do. Um, but I'm going to try to jump in here and there and kind of give my opinions. And this is going to be, ironically, the first half. This is the first half and half episode. Half nonsense. Half brilliance. Right. Oh, I was going to point at your face and say, the first half nonsense, your face. Second half brilliance, the topic. Oh, I thought you were doing the whole... Oh, no, but do you want to do it again? Yeah, okay, go for it. First half, nonsense. Oh, I was going to do it your way this time. What? Oh, (laughs) God, just the bit's over. The moment's gone. Should I go home? Yeah, let's just wrap it up. Are you giving yourself a... That's that's how I walk away. We just don't record when I walk away from the actual room, but when and I it's actually like just emanates from the sky. Yeah, we don't know where it comes from. Divine music, divine tubas. <laughs> yeah, divine tubas. I just love that tune. Sorry. Divine tubas sounds like a. It's our next band. album. It's like a Christian tuba. That's gonna be quartet. the name of our second album, Divine Tubas. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, anyway, so, All right, I, so yeah, let me go ahead and, and at and least introduce this yeah, next topic. Topic, uh, the topic us lead us into the topic so people know what we're talking about. Yes, so a couple, I guess, about two and a half weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, I read about a application of gene therapy to 
embryos to prevent HIV from tra being transmitted through, you know, the parent, through the person. Uh, so these babies were going to get HIV, you know, congenitally. And this scientist figured out a way to use CRISPR technology, C-R-I-S-P-R technology to edit their genes while they were in, you know. Can you can you explain for me personally? Because what is the what is a CRISPR? I don't really even know what that really is. Well, I'll get to that. Oh, okay. I just want to kind of outline the topic. Sorry about that. So what what this scientist did, um, and if you don't mind bringing up the name of the scientist while I'm, yeah, I'm talking trying to about do it, that right now. I can tippy tap it and figure that out. Well, I have an article pulled up. I'm just trying to get to it. His name. I don't know if oh yeah, his name is He Jiangui. Yeah, He Jiangui. Yeah, I was about. Yeah. See, it said H E, and I thought that was saying he. Yeah. I didn't realize that was his name. That yeah, was my I bad. think you say like He. It's like in Chinese, yeah. it's He. Uh, he Jiangui, I yes. think. Um, basically, what he did is he used CRISPR to edit these babies in vivo, and make it so that that gene that would have given HIV to these babies, uh, was deactivated. Right. So basically he saved them from getting HIV, but there's the, the medical community has really like lashed out against him because of they, they're not saying it's ethical to do that. And right. I just kind of wanted to get your opinion on it. And this isn't a purely an opinion piece. I don't know enough about this to, to, you know, lay down the law on it and you don't and we're not saying that our word is law on this we're just yeah. kind of talking about it because i thought it was interesting and i've always been interested in genetics and its application and this is one of the first applications that i've seen um that really really kind of changes the landscape for medicine um from like birth from like the embryo you know right. see i wonder the thing i'm curious about the most with all this is um because this article, one of the articles I pulled up talks about how China has been pouring millions of dollars of trying to make their their scientific, uh, uh, make, make their country one of the scientific leaders of the world. So they've been putting a lot of money into programs to do different things, trying to lure back some of the, uh, according to this website, anyways, yeah, they have been doing a Western lot. educated Chinese uh, scientists to try to come back and try mm -hmm. to... Um, help them out with some of their stuff. So I, my, my question and my curiosity would be, um, what are their, what are China's laws compared to, obviously I know there are laws within the world through, uh, through, oh, what's it called? The, the big world gathering. What's it called? What? NATO? Oh, is it NATO? What, what are you talking about? What's the big, the, uh, the big, the gathering of all the nations. What's it called? My brain, not, not the Olympics. NATO. For what? politics and stuff? Yeah, like when they all get together and stuff. Is that NATO? They all get together. Just say the world get together. Yeah, we, the world gets together. World nations. Is that, is that what I'm talking about? UN. The UN? World, United Nations. United Nations. United Nations. I'm That's sure the there's... UN. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm sure there's like laws within the world, you know, like human laws. But like does... Because realistically, I mean, you can tell me if I'm wrong when I say this. Because this is how I... From my understanding. Like they have different labor laws compared to us. I, I can't say if you're because right or wrong there. from the way I understand because we've had in my work and I'm not going to get too much into my own work but we had some representatives from China come over to work on this machine that we're trying to run and from my understanding the CEO had to kind of hover over them because they were just throwing their hands into the machinery like like crazy and if something happened to them we would be liable obviously but apparently from the way that people were telling me about it at work was like 
their labor labor laws are just different than ours. So they're more lax on like safety and stuff. From I I don't want to I don't want to say that for sure, but from what you saw, from what I saw, maybe hmm. these guys seemed a little bit more uh, willing to do some crazy, like get really into a, a mechanical machine that could hurt them. Hmm. Now maybe that's just those individuals and their enthusiasm, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it just makes me wonder: does does you know does China try to? And I don't want to assume anything because that's not fair. But I just wonder if they have different regulations or different rules when it comes to scientific studies and scientific works. Does that make sense? Yeah, I know what you're. I know what you're talking about. It's tough to kind of like classify this because this is a an ethics issue, right? Um, and whether or not we should allow it, because obviously the technology exists and we can do it because right. this guy did it. I guess it's just a matter of like, is it? Is it right? I guess I should that break it down. I guess I should break it down a little bit into a more simpler term. Break did, it down. Did he? No. <laughs> did he? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm gonna stop. Yeah, please. Go ahead. Did he? Uh, by the way, watching you beatbox with that mustache is a new experience. Ah, I forgot I had it for I a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I guess my my uh, really what I'm asking is, did he? Did he do this on his own, or did he have the backing of the government's funding to do this? Does that make sense? Is that better? A better question? Yeah, I get what you mean. Let me see if I can figure out some info from this article. Because I, I, that's what I was wondering. Because I just, I just didn't know. Because obviously, like, I mean, most of the time, it's mostly about funding. If you can get funding, then you can pretty much do all the science you want, um, as long as they haven't like restricted the use of the money. And and really, all he did was do experiments that he normally would have done on mice or something, but apply them to actual embryos and seeing that they came to full term. Here's this. I'm so sorry to interrupt, but this literally answers my question in this article. Oh, nice. Um, It says here. Now many have asked whether the country's intense focus on scientific achievements has come to the expense of ethical studies. Uh, Uh, What is this source, by the way? This is from the New York Times, so who knows how accurate it really is at this (laughs) point. It's hard to, honestly, in my own personal opinion, I tried to do more well-known articles to to get my information from instead of like BuzzFeed or something like that. But anyway, so they I mean, say, the New York Times isn't that bad. No, no, no. I don't yeah. think so either, but I know what the point. So uh, this one scientist, uh, or he's not a scientist, excuse me. He's a medical ethics expert named Wang Yifang. I hope I pronounced that correctly. From the University of Medical Humanities at Peking University. Um, he said, he studied in the United States. Why did he only do this in China? It might still be related to the fact that we have a gap in our ethical supervision. It is not very strict, and some people think it's dispensable. So, huh. although it does say that there's uh, over 100 Chinese scientists who have denounced Dr. He's research. Well, you can denounce it. Right. But, but did, I think, is it allowed by the government? Right. So That's the that question. Makes me, so, that kind of answered my question. I, 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 I must have forgotten that when I looked over that article. But, yeah. Hmm. So, apparently... Their their supervision now maybe they may not they they may themselves denounce the country well it's, not the country maybe the other the, the country scientists right but I I just wonder if maybe it's one of those situations where it's like we're not going to see what you're doing but if if something kind of backlashes against us we might denounce you the, the, you know I mean I feel like China's like we need to increase our scientific prowess mm-hmm. on the global playing field. So we're going to let you do what you want, but they're kind of letting him take the fall, right. it seems like, because um, this article that I'm reading from uh, Popular Mechanics, 
says that he's missing. And articles that I've read in other places and news stories that I've said, like, it's actually confirmed that he's been under house arrest, which means that maybe the government did, either the government or local government or the police or somebody disagreed with what he did. But you can't really, I mean, argue with the results here. It seems if what he claims is true and these children grow up without HIV, do you think that they should use this? Should this... CRISPR technology be used to save it because so then it sets a precedent. Does it? Did, so how did he? So he used. He didn't use. Okay, what did he use? <laughs> okay, let me go ahead and go into the explanation explanation you, of CRISPR technology. Yeah, please. Basically, uh, a quick explain like I'm five situation. Sure. Uh-huh, I'm five. Okay. <laughs> Basically, what CRISPR does is it sends out these molecules uh-huh. um, that go out to the DNA and kind of snip bits of it off and turn turn parts of the genes off. So imagine part of your DNA isn't working properly. What CRISPR does is it makes it so that it can deactivate the parts that are wrong and it can activate parts that are right. right. So in some cases, you can have a mutation that makes it so that something really important doesn't get turned on. Yeah. And you get a debilitating, for example, neurodegenerative dis- degenerative disorder. Or you get something that is not supposed to be turned on that is turned on yeah. which causes some other problems um what crispr does it goes in and it, it basically acts like a switch to turn the things that are supposed to be on on and turns the things that are supposed to be off off so did he actually take some dna and then try to use the crispr to build upon that to make the genetically because no what he did that's what is, i'm trying to understand fully the, 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 essentially the the thing here is to sequence the dna uh-huh. figure out what the problem is in this specific here, um, he says that his work targets CCR5, which is a known pathway for the HIV virus. Mm-hmm. And he basically turned that off so that the virus can't act on it. Right. If what I'm saying is correct, if my interpretation <laughs> is correct. Right. <laughs> anyway, we're just, he's using it for good here. But a lot of people are arguing, like, if this becomes something that's widely used in uh, medicine, that people are going to start you know, editing things like height and weight and should this person be athletic or not, try to edit, you know, get get a Build-A-Bear human. The, I am so it's, I'm glad you brought that up. There is an, I don't know if you've ever watched it with me, but um, you and I can watch it afterwards. There is a sketch by the whitest kids you know that goes into that. There uh, and they, I don't know if you remember them. We watched a few of their stuff together, but there was a, this, they took place, I think in the mid 2000s. Yeah. Roughly. Their sketch was this couple go in to get to look at their baby to see how it's how it's doing, and the doctor says, "Okay, well, you know what kind of what kind of color eyes? This is the process of the child that we can kind of like manipulate some of the things about your your baby." And so he goes, "What color eyes would you like?" And they're like, "Oh, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know you could you could do that. Well, I guess maybe blue because you know we both have blue eyes." And he goes, mm-hmm. "Okay, great. Uh, would you like a boy? I would have chosen purple eyes. Oh, really?" Uh, he goes, would you like a boy or a girl? And they go, hmm, I don't know, maybe a boy. They're, you know, they're funny. And then he goes, would you like a uh, white or a black baby? And they go, huh? And they're like, you know, you know, you can. It's like I didn't think you could you alter could, that. You could do that. And he was like just talking about how like, oh yeah, we can alter all kinds of things. And he just keeps making it worse and worse for him. Like, like I think at one point he says, uh, now do you want him to have two legs or one? <laughs> And like they kept unintentionally offending him, so at one point they leaned to look under the table to see how many legs he has. 
<laughs> so like, so that it's really funny that they kind of made a joke about that, but that is literally what is kind of happening here is that somebody has found a way to genetically, like you said, turn things off and on to which now people are wondering, are we going to start doing that from here on out with everything? It's crazy because for example, Albert Einstein discovered nuclear fission, I believe, or fusion. Right. I think it's fusion. And fission, I think fission. Oh. Which, you know, you're splitting an atom and it releases energy, oh, yeah, which fission, could yeah. mean, oh, great, now we have a source of nuclear energy. But it also resulted in the creation of the atom bomb. Right. So it's not more about the discovery there's, itself more than the implication there's always, and the application of that implication. There's always <laughs> two sides to a coin. It's three sides in some cases. Are there? What kind of coins do you use? Tri- triangles. Oh. In a 3D model? Nope. Technically, there'd be four then. If it's I a 3D exist m- on a 2D plane. Oh, so technically there'd be only one side. So if and this so conversation really, is one-sided, really it looks like you still have your your beard intact then, from the side. That's a low blow. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so like, so yeah, that I mean, in my opinion, yeah, there's two two sides to a coin, like you're talking about there with the with fission, which is that, sure, the good side to this is yeah, you're taking away things that can really harm people that we can get rid of completely, turn it off great we don't have to worry about this anymore the other side people are going to want to start literally like you said having their children genetically altered in a way that they want them to be and i just i find that to be very interesting that it's the job of people in the ethics community like the ethics and the medical ethics expert that uh you quoted i mentioned yeah it's their job to kind of draw the lines on what's okay and what's not and how do you draw those lines right how do you say it's not okay to make sure that say um a a lady has been infidelitous and wants to hide that fact from her husband so she makes sure that her child is white i don't freaking know um, something weird like that. Is that ethical? I don't think so. No. I mean, I don't know. Or for example, this person, like, how do you even know? Cause they're not, they're not, they're minors. Like they can't make those decisions. Are you, you're essentially deciding that child's fate for them. Right. It's the same thing. Like we talked about with the, uh, with the documentary we talked about a few episodes back, which is, you know, having uh, pretty much studying triplets and twins and finding out if it's nature versus nurture it's the same thing here in my opinion that like you said you're you're making decisions for somebody that doesn't have the capability of making decisions on their own you're making it for them whether they like it or not and you know what's worse is that these at least those babies were born yeah they're making decisions for these babies before they're even born right i guess one of the main concerns the medical community has is because this is such a, a new technique and we're kind of messing around, turning. We're basically going in blind, flipping switches in a control room with millions and millions and millions of switches. So we don't know if flipping this switch here and flipping this one here will cause a meltdown later in the future and have them spontaneously die a painful and horrible death, or if it'll make them a okay. Yeah. And by the time they grow up, and they real they for example they find out that this treatment actually did cause them to have some sort of terrible disease. That you know they had no way of knowing about. It, it, they had no choice. How do you, what do you do about that? Yeah. Nobody can pay for that. I mean, even if you put uh, this scientist in jail forever, it's not going to change the fact that um, this person who was experimented on and was prevented from HIV, for example, got Huntington's disease. Yeah. God forbid, of course. Right. Which you know is basically a death sentence at mm-hmm. the age of, of course, twenty, thirty, or something. Or, really early on. Yeah. 
or uh, what is that? Oh man, what was that? Uh, what's that disease that we that there was the ice bucket challenge for ALS? Yeah. AL, yeah, like that is something that like that claims your life. I mean, it takes over everything at a certain point, and it just gets worse and worse as it goes on. Uh, yeah, I wanted to bring this up real quick too, if you don't mind. I found there's another article. It was written in late November. Go ahead. And it includes a quote from him. So this is clearly before he, I guess, disappeared. Quote from who? The, oh, the scientist? The scientist. Yeah. He says here, uh, for this specific case, I feel proud. I feel I feel proudest because they had lost hope for life, he said Wednesday, uh, for the, or the parents of the twins, the father of whom is believed to carry HIV, which I'm assuming is the reason why he decided to do this. Mm-hmm. But with this protection... Uh, the father sent a message saying he will work hard, earn money, and take care of his two daughters and his wife. Um, asked whether his clinical trials had resulted in other pregnancies, he replied, there is another one, another potential pregnancy. So apparently there's, there's possibly the third. But like, yeah, I mean... And what's the source on that, by that the way? That was CNN. CNN. Um, that was, to me, and by the way, for me, I don't know what you did, but... <laughs> When I was trying to find articles to read about this, I just Googled genetically uh, uh, altered baby, I think is what I Googled. So you can, if you want, you can either go to the websites we looked at or feel free to find some other websites maybe you trust a little bit more or you feel more comfortable using or whatever uh, to read about this. It's very interesting, but like the, the, the fact that he, and of course, I think it's similar to the Nature versus Nurture documentary we talked about. The actual uh, psychologist, a part of that study, was very proud of what he did. He was very proud of his study. And I, to be honest, I can't blame him for I, that. And he I created like, a super innovative technology for basically cutting off the pathway from for congenital uh, HIV, which is yeah. crazy. And I think which is amazing. realistically, you can't fault somebody for being proud of discovering something, whether it's ethical or not. You can't fault them for finding something that we had no idea we could even do. But it then still goes into that question, should he should he have even been trying to do it? And in my personal opinion, I, I don't think, well, see, now I'm starting to think, can, <laughs> I'm like, let me ask you this, in, let me ask waiting. you this before I answer my question, because this could determine, say you are uh, a, just a random person, 20 years old, and you find out you have Hutchinson's, right? Hutchinson's, yeah. Is that what it is? Huntington's. Huntington's. Yeah. <laughs> they built. They both began with H and ended with an N. Yeah, I get you. Um, could this be a way, like, mid? Does it have to be during birth, or can you take that gene and turn it off while you've had part of your life already? Well, the way that this works is that in when it's in when it's in vivo, basically when it's an embryo, not everything has started developing yet. So, so if you can cut off that pathway before it starts to proliferate through the entire body and through the parts of the, I guess, parts of the body that would be affected. Yeah. And because the, the way it works is like the virus takes over part of the DNA and then it starts to make copies of itself. Right. But what here, what it does here is it shuts off. Basically, it, it, it imagine like the virus is a key and the part of the DNA is a lock. Yeah. Essentially, it just seals the lock. So what so you're saying, though, it has to be during the development it. years. It can't be, like, later on in life. Yeah, because at that point, okay. as far then, as I know, as far as I know... Then I have my answer. You can't really fix it after everything, after all the DNA is 
replicated. So my answer then is no, he, he should not have been doing it because I could understand if you could do it later on in life where you are old enough to make that decision. Like for example, when you, when you signed an NDA, you, you at a doctor's office, you are giving the right to like, if something happens to let you. But then it also depends on the, on the illness itself. Sometimes it can't even be cured with gene therapy. Well, that's what I'm just saying though. But yeah. like, if you had the potential of doing that and you were, uh, you were, you were old enough to understand and be able to understand what's happening that you can make that decision then fine. But it's the fact that it's got to be during the, de the developmental stage and that the fact is that they don't have the right or they don't have the comprehension as an embryo to make that decision. So in my opinion, no, he shouldn't have been trying this from well, the beginning. Think about this. The parents are the legal guardians of these children. So sure. they can make those medical decisions for them as minors. Mm, they have uh, that right. And these people agreed to it. Can you, okay, well, can you do it like this? Can you do it like you, like, for example, with medical uh, prescriptions and drugs, there is a, there is a laws and regulations of what, how much you can give, how much uh, to prescribe. You how, can only have five cc's <laughs> of genetic therapy. <laughs> I just mean like, but like there are rules and regulations to how much medicine you can give. Um, for example, if there's medication that people have to take, you don't like there might be certain ones. I don't know much about the medical field. You mean like, like with um I controlled substances? Like right. You can only you can only give two prescriptions or ninety pills per three month period. Or for, for example, example, doctors. I'm I'm assuming, and maybe you can tell me if I'm right or wrong. When they have a patient in the hospital, they probably have rules and regulations of how much treatment they can give them um, of a certain medicine if they know it can work or whether or not can work, they, I'm, I'm assuming, right? Like, isn't there some sort of regulation to that? Can they, uh, or can they just go willy nilly about any medication? I mean, they, it's up to the doctor's judgment. Usually there are kind of guidelines to how much you should be giving each patient based on, right. you That's know, I mean. dosages and like weight. For example, you would not give a 300 pound patient the same amount of medicine as a, uh, like 10, like 15 pound child. Right. For example. So, the, so then that goes from what I'm saying, which is the only way I could see this, being allowed if there would be if there were regulations to it saying you can only use this genet genetic changing for specific diseases that we do not have a cure for like hiv uh, huntington's, huntington's <laughs> um and stuff like that where like we just we know we can't stop it but i don't th i think you have to say you're but then again See, I'm, I'm answering all my own questions as I'm saying it out loud, because then again, you might have these rogue doctors that you already have sometimes who do different surgeries mm -hmm. and different things that are under the books who would be doing the same thing under the books as well. I know it's crazy because so it's, we're, it's, we're messing around with DNA when we don't have a full understanding of every little thing. Like I said, we are going in there and flipping switches yeah. willy nilly because a lot of DNA is not currently we don't understand what all the genes and alleles and, and everything do why wouldn't he have tested this on animals first i'm sure he did although i don't but like the, on the only you have to move to on to human trials eventually like a drug if you kept testing on animals and you never tested it on humans that was that's never going to be See, approved here's by my opinion this is this is a little opinion of mine you're an opinion thank you um <laughs> I, I think that when it comes to human testing um, depending on how major it is, like this, for example, I genuinely think you should be you should have to come before a board of representatives within the medical community, and maybe even the uh, like from I, I think there should be some sort of uh, medical uh, worldly medical board 
who can determine... You mean the World Health Organization? Is that what it is? Yeah, the WHO. Okay, well, WHO, you're apparently not doing your job. I'm just... <laughs> I just mean, I think they should be able to come up to them and say, this is what we're doing. We've been doing this on... I like a, to call them the who. The who, yeah. <laughs> Hello, who. I would like to tell you about this experiment I've done. My name is Dr. Who. Um... No, I, I think I think they should be. I think there should be a thing where you have to come up to them and, and explain what you've done already in your testing, how you feel like how important it is to start on human testing, and explain why you believe it's still ethical, and then they give you the approval of I mean, yes. I'm you can. sure they do that. I'm then sure how did they he do, do it then? If that's because, a, you, like I said, in like what we were talking about earlier, in China they're kind of wanting to move rogue, science forward, yeah. and they're kind of like giving it a, like, okay, sure, go ahead, do it, you know, whatever. As far as I know, yeah, as far as I know. I don't know what they're doing in China. I just, so I just, I'm assuming that they kind of yeah. let him do what he's doing just so that they can have the discovery and yeah. further science and kind of have the patent on this thing if it ever does go down, you know? Yeah. I just... It's weird, though. It's, it's crazy weird. that none of this came out until after it, it had happened. Like, I, from as far as I'm aware, I never heard anything about this even of him even working on it, period. I know. It's a very secretive thing. that I, I just never heard of it until he's actually... These babies were born, and he's like said, "I cured them of HIV congenitally." So, which is amazing. Do they have, does he has he shown medical proof that they? I'm assuming he had. I'm fairly certain because they're born and they're not dead yet. <laughs> Good. And they don't have HIV. Which and it was just the father who had it, correct? Yeah, but it's it can be passed through genetically. Right, which I assumed. Yeah, otherwise or congenitally, be, there'd be no reason for him to do. It yeah, yeah. No, I've cured no. these babies of HIV. Okay, well they didn't they, have. They couldn't it. get it. Well, you know, just you know, I've decided to do it anyway. You're I welcome. I did it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, let me ask you this too. My job here is done. But you <laughs> didn't do anything. Is the CRISPR the same thing that was used to clone that sheep? No, CRISPR is a relatively recent thing. Okay, what was it that helped clone that sheep way back when? I think literally what they did is they took cells from it. They took a cell and they put it in an, uh, a surrogate uh -huh. and they just used identical DNA from the sheep itself and they put it into an egg from another one and kind of replaced some of the DNA, fertilized it, and then it grew into a clone because it was identical DNA how to, fast the, did it to grow the host to the sheep. Same, how fast did it grow to the same size of that original sheep? Was it almost... I don't know. Like it did, I know this is a separate thing, but it's also it's very similar in the sense that we're messing with DNA and we're messing with... Uh, was it named Dolly? Yeah, it was It was Dolly the sheep. It was cloned using uh, from an adult somatic cell, which is a body cell. That's the right. important thing. It's not like a stem cell or a uh, gamete, which is a reproductive cell. Right. That's the important thing because reproductive cells already have that capability. Right. This is just like you took a, I don't know, like a skin cell or a cheek swab, right. and they cloned a sheep from that. Basically, what it says here is it was... Cloned here, the funding for the clone. Blah, blah, blah. This is just from Wikipedia. So it was the cell used from it was from a mammary gland, and the production of a healthy clone proved that a cell taken from a specific part of the body could recreate a whole individual. They said that the the cell nucleus from the adult cell was transferred into an unfertilized oocyte, which is an egg oocyte. Right. Like I said, they took the DNA and they put it into an egg, and then this hybrid cell is then just stimulated to divide they use an electric shot to do that and then um after de after it developed into a blastocyst which is kind of after an egg is fertilized and it divides a few times and yeah. becomes a new type of cell which is a blastocyst uh it got they implanted it into the surrogate and then and then you know it grew into a baby and then 
it uh, was birthed by the surrogate. But it was it was still in baby form, so it wasn't it wasn't necessarily like the same size sheep and everything. I think genetically it was identical, but, but it just uh, wasn't like so. Like for instance, if if they did this on human testing, like they used me, they would just have a baby form of me that would grow up to look like me later on. If it was genetically identical, yes, right. Because it's not like normally what happens in because usually when you see cloning stuff like on TV, for yeah, example, it's it's identical clones immediately <laughs> looks exactly like you. But this is more of realistic cloning, which is creating a, a child version of yourself. Yeah, basically taking a copy of your DNA and just basically pressing co- Control C and then Control V. <laughs> So let me ask you this, though. Well, let me finish what I was saying. Normally what happens in reproduction is these uh, DNA from both the parent and the... Both parents. (laughs) (laughs) They'll do something... The parent and the wall and... uh, All the chromosomes will find their male and female counterpart. Uh They'll do something called crossing over. Uh, They form six sister chromatids and they'll cross over and kind of mix it up. Yeah. That's why you look like half your mom, half your dad, or more like your mom or more like your dad, right. depending on how much of your genetics were crossed over. Right. So in this case, none of that happens. It's just literally Straight your one thing. The Dolly's DNA yeah. was taken and is just copied into a new sheep. Do you think this, in a very similar sense, I know it's a bit different, it's also a bit similar. How do you feel about that kind of work? Do you find that to be ethical? That's animal testing, and I have no problem with animal testing but as long I just as there mean is no harming of the animal. Yeah, no right. harm or but no I mean, un- unneeded stress. Right, but in this scenario, though, like say for instance, somebody did this to uh, for human trial. Do you think that would be ethical to clone another person? That's hard to say because, because they would probably uh, be an adult. No, no, no. They would they would grow up from a baby. Well, no, I mean the person they oh, got yeah. the DNA from. Would be like, yeah, sure, you can use my DNA. Do you own your clone, though? They are sentient. They would be sentient. I'm assuming oh, it is yeah. true. They would be a person. Would they become your child? That's weird. Would they? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I just wonder if that, in a similar sense... I mean, technically, you would have to raise them, yeah. Like, they would be just your child, but you. They would be you. Man, that's weird. You would raise yourself. That's so weird. That's <laughs> very strange. I just... I can barely stand looking at myself in the mirror. <laughs> Especially now. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, I just... I what, if, just... what if I clone myself now and he, my, my clone when he grows up is physically unable of growing hair on his chin? <laughs> <laughs> and just doomed to have these weird mutton yeah. chop things? Man. What if you... I know, I know we're off topic again. This feels like a last episode we did. <laughs> what if you uh, only shave this from here on out and let this grow out real long? That'd be funny. Be like mutton chops, but on steroids. real mutton chops, yeah. Anyway, not the point. I'm not gonna do so, that. <laughs> but let me ask you this: overall, then, when it comes to DNA, when it comes to cells, where do you personally find the line when it comes to human testing? Where, like, is any kind of testing when you're learning about DNA and cells when it comes to human testing is it is it okay until a certain point? Do you see a line where it comes like? Is there anything that's similar to this that you would say would be too far? If that question was able to be answered easily, like on a podcast, then there oh, wouldn't good. be an issue about abortion. Because abortion has that same issue with um, at what point do you oh, consider this and, having yeah, a guess, soul yeah, or point. being alive? Some people say it's when the heart starts speeding. Some people say when the brain forms. Right. So, like, How do you determine when a baby is a baby and not a fetus or an embryo right. or a clump of cells which we don't have to get into that debate i mean how do you know you can't you can't say it for sure right but do we want to kind of turn our nose up at a potential life saving and life 
you know, you basically give somebody their life back yeah. when you remove this uh, capability of, you know, congenital defects. And that's what you're, that's kind of what you're promising with this CRISPR technology. But like, it's. So let me ask like you the, this. Oh, man, if you, it's so let's, hard say to, you, let's say you're on the board of the WHO. Mm-hmm. Not the band, but the WHO. The who. Um, let's can't, say you're. Can't I just be in the WHO? Mm, I don't want this stress. No. Ah. So let me say, let's say you're on the board and this gets brought up to you. And they say, we want to do human trials. In your judgment, knowing what he's wanting to do, what he believes he can do with it, would you say, would you say, yes, you can try it? Or would you say, no, I don't think this is right? So for I'm me, about to put you on the spot. No, this is fairly easy for okay. me. Okay. Because <laughs> this they, is fairly easy. Tons... My child right here is genetically. <laughs> <laughs> this is my answer. <laughs> Let me allow my clone to answer. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little version of you comes out. Oh, <laughs> mutton chops and all. Oh, oh. it's like maybe my, my own mini me. Can we get a picture of you as a child and and Photoshop your mutton chops onto it? I'll try to find a picture of me. Please as do. A child. That'd be great. Anyway, I sorry. never kept many of those. That's fine. So uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. Well, as I was saying, um, there are there is like millions and millions of dollars going into research for preventing and curing HIV and many other methods. Right. This is one that really, really skirts that line of being like it's right on the top of being unethical. It's, yeah. I basically just go ahead and call it unethical. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and agree with the right. hundreds of doctors. No, I do think it's uh, yeah. I agree but the reason you. is it's not the only option out there. It's not like right. We have nothing. We have no other course no of other action. options. Right. I would just stay safe and say, you know what? You have the desire. There are tons of other methods you could try and at least yeah. at least explore. Once we once we've uh, you know explored every other option and nothing works, yeah. then maybe we this can be the last dive resort. into this dark territory. Yeah. Right. I would have just stayed away from it if I was uh, that him. researcher. Yeah. I think. I think what about I, you? I think the way you phrase that is perfect because I, you know, I also, to be fair, didn't think of it in that way right off the bat mm-hmm. of there being other things because there are other things. I think you're right. I think, I think when whenever you're making any kind of decision based off of discovery, um, you need to go through all the options. If like in my opinion, when you're making any kind of decision, um, let alone world changing. You need to weigh out all the options because if you just go headstrong into one option and it fails, then you got to start all over. Maybe like in the sense that you could start where you have a few baselines and you say, okay, well, here's the baseline here. Let's start going in this option first. See how this goes. Okay. It didn't really work. So now we can try like in going through each base instead of just putting all your eggs in one basket, which is what he's done. Yeah. And on top of that, even though it was successful. Yeah. With this, I mean, you're putting all your eggs in one basket, and on top of that, once you've cracked some of the eggs, not only have you ruined these particular children's lives if something goes wrong, right? you've also opened a can of worms that can potentially be used for bad, or um, it can really start a huge ethics debate and really split the community, yeah, uh, like on a global scale. Right. No, I think, I, I, I agree with you. I do think it's unethical, but I think even more so the way you put it together there, um, is is honestly probably the best way to explain it, which is well, thank you. You have options. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course, man. Like cloning, how many options do we have in cloning? Probably not much. Not many. <laughs> so you you take what you can and you try to work with it. See, there is a method of cloning that does exist. Um, it does kind of result in some genetic disparity, uh, and it does require donors. I can't tell from, if this is real or not. No. <laughs> no, no. It, it does require uh, donors. T- two donors, um, usually one male, usually one female. And they kind oh, of donate cells uh-huh. and they create a clone. But the problem is it's not an identical clone. Yeah. Um, it's, it's an a, amalgam of sorts. How do they? 
So they, they, both both genetic, uh-huh. you know, both genetic expressions are kind of viable, but yeah. they, they you can't really control the way that they're expressed. But they do exist. Like it, it, there is a way to create that sort of um, clone. You just don't have as much control over it as you would like to. I may be mistaken. I thought you were being serious. I mean, you kind of are, but I'm pretty sure you're just describing childbirth as a, in a normal fashion. Am I yeah. correct? Yeah, okay. Fair point. Fair cop there. Um, yeah, no, I think I think just to get back to the main point. It is fairly safe. It is, <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I think you're right. I think this is an unethical uh, dilemma that they put himself, or he put himself into. Um, you've discovered something truly significant, but at what cost? And I think the cost is your uh, reputation. I think uh, the ability of how much more are they going to trust in you to do certain things that won't push that line again. Um, because in my in my opinion, and maybe you can tell me if I'm wrong, um, if you're doing if you do something that, that becomes this unethical, wouldn't it be a similar situation if you were going for another job? Like they see something happen on your resume. That's not too great. Then why would they want to hire you? Potentially have to deal with it again. Wouldn't this be very similar? Wouldn't just say you're not going to do it again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just that simple. But wouldn't that? I mean, am I not wrong? Wouldn't I pe- started a global quadrant race, but I promise I'm 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 not. It's gonna not going to happen again. again. I promise. Wouldn't other people be weary of wanting to bring him onto a team again, thinking maybe he'll push the line again? That's again a, a choice you have to make. Am I willing to uh, take this? You know, arguably brilliant researcher. Onto my team, but run the risk of because at, at this point you know you have more control if you're going to hire this man you have more control over what he does, right? Um, but it's more about the, I guess the appearance to the public like he's associated with this now. Yeah. That's that's this his is, this name is, is going is, to be associated yeah. with this Forever. controversy, and you don't know if you want your firm or your lab or whatever or your uh, guest medical school uh, incorporated with that. And that's that's a that's a that's a tough thing. I don't know what he's going to do from now on. Like I said, the last news I heard of him is that he's in house arrest, mm. and uh, I don't know how that goes in China. I don't so, know how it goes anywhere, not even here. But yeah, one of the one of the things, um, one one thing that, that I want to bring up is sure. like in this case, he brings this technology to light. I wonder if he'll regret it at some point. Regret this discovery. Well, he said the moment he's proud. Yeah, like Einstein said, he he says he came to deeply regret his uh, his um, oh the discovery discovery of, of of like nuclear fission. Yeah, he says like he says had I known that the Germans would not succeed in producing an atom bomb, I would never have lifted a finger. So basically, he didn't. He kind of regrets that he did have a huge hand in creating the atomic bomb. Yeah, and I feel like this might be the ethical version of that right. in a way. But then. Let's bring up this point. Ethical item bomb. Let's bring let's bring up this point. <laughs> How long till somebody else figured it out? That just changes the name. That just changes the name attached. It's the same issue. Right. But Instead I'm, of a Chinese man, it could have been an right. Italian I'm, I'm man. Saying if, let's say could have been I, an African man. Who let's knows? Let's say Einstein chose not to, to do it. He chose not to lift a finger. Who then would be able... I mean, someone's going to figure it out. It, it wasn't like he's the only person capable... He was just smart enough to be the first one to do it. Same thing here. This guy was clearly smart enough to figure out how to do this. How long until somebody else would have been able to figure it out? 
Well, that's another question entirely. Like, oh, I know. If that's you go back in time and kill Hitler, would the Holocaust have happened? Right. Would somebody else have started the Holocaust? Yeah, it's, so, it's a question right. of fate. It's a well, question I mean, of, I feel like it's is, a little, is, is, is does fate exist? I feel like it's a little bit different in the sense that, like, when it comes to scientific discovery, um, because everybody, every scientist is out there trying to make some sort of discovery. I just want a time paradox. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> okay. Let's let's say uh, let's say in this time paradox, uh, Hitler decided to become a. We shouldn't do this. Actually, I'm going to stop where I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to say he became a painter and uh, became world renowned for his his art. He was a painter. Well, I know that's what I'm saying, but oh, I mean, yeah. like he he was a failed painter. Oh yeah. People didn't like his art. I've seen some. It's not that bad. I don't want to talk anymore about him. Probably a good <laughs> this idea. Is probably not the safest of topics. Uh, we slightly mentioned. Uh, we slightly mentioned abortion. <laughs> we slightly yeah. mentioned Hitler. We've touched on some controversial we stuff. We probably should stop at that point. But no, I, I to I just to to give my final thought on the story before we get into the final thought. Um, I do think it's unethical. I do think, and I hope that he regrets it at some point because similar to Einstein, I think he's he should realize that what he has done could potentially change so much and potentially in a very negative way where we're creating we're attempting to create the perfect human oh i actually wanted to bring one last thing up in this in this topic yeah, in general yeah. go ahead um obviously it's not well i don't so know that wasn't your final thought <laughs> my bad um well because i was thinking about it earlier and then i forgot it and then i just re-remembered it it was that um i don't know if it's capable now i'm assuming it's not who knows but in the same sense, um, I can't think of the author's name, and I feel awful. But the Frankenstein story of oh, creating life—what's her name? Shelley something, right? I think it's Shelley. Frankenstein Shelley. author. I think it's Shelley something. Mary Shelley. Mary Shelley. Um, in the same sense, what you're doing there is you're taking—you're uh, uh, trying to reanimate uh, dead tissue. Uh, in your opinion, in a similar fashion, when we were talking about the cloning, talking about the genetic changing, you're bringing, oh. de- you're trying to bring dead tissue back to life. Is that ethical to bring somebody who did not give you the decision to bring them back to life, trying to bring them back to life? Well, what if they had an advanced directive that said, in the case of me dying, <laughs> please try and bring me back? Let's assume that wasn't a part of it. I'd like to be Frankenstein. <laughs> Let's assume that wasn't a part of it. Okay. But do, I mean, in that similar sense, you're going through science. You're trying to be. You're trying to create life in, in, in a different way, and you're doing it at a cost that you know that could change humanity as we know it. Is it so ethical in that sense? Uh, when it comes to changing humanity at its core, which is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is what this, I mean, this guy yeah, is ch- changing humanity. That's exactly what it is. You're giving the tools to literally pick and choose what traits you want. In a similar sense, Frankenstein, and maybe this is a, ironically, this story is something that foreshadowed what could potentially happen in a different way. D- Dr. Frankenstein uh, was attempting to change the world at its core where you could literally, at that point, if it works, bring whoever you want back to life. Because at that point... You can create new life. You can cr- bring someone back. You can do all just this. Just gotta wait for a lightning storm. Just wait for the lightning <laughs> to come. If you don't get any lightning, too bad. Just hook those babies up but to a. I mean, it's a similar thing. To You're a car chain- battery. Uh huh. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Well, I don't care of, if you got it's shot gotta in be the head. Good, it's gotta be a good car though. Tesla, electric car. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Or just hook up a bunch of clunkers together. 
Elon starts to try to right to the nips. Elon tries to do what Doctor Frankenstein did. <laughs> That's the whole reason why he's got Tesla. He's just he's just waiting for the opportunity to use the cards for lightning. All the batteries that he's been, all the super giant batteries, that he's <laughs> all the in Teslas places. in the world combined to one point. Is that what we're one saying? One giant mega Voltron <laughs> battery. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, what you're like, changing the core of humanity. I mean, that's what you're doing. And does that become ethical when you're trying to change humanity at its core? I don't think so. I don't think so. At least, I don't think we should be meddling until, at least, until we know and have like sequenced all DNA. We know what does what. We know what's connected to what. And I simply don't know if we're in. I don't know within even a hundred years of being able yeah. to do that. I mean, science is progressing at a, a like a insane rate yes but unless something breaks in the in the next i don't know 10 15 30 years i guess in 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 observing dna and and medical science and i don't know if we'll be able to sequence the entire thing and on top of that once we do sequence it we need time to figure out the relationships between all the dna genes like we change one dna that could that could have changes that cascade through the entire genome and that's just one change. And well, we have to account yeah, for every one. single one of those. And that's in one allele. We don't know what it could do. And we have to go through each and every single one. If we change this to this, there are millions upon billions upon trillions upon Googles of, of, of or, permutations or that you, you have to account for. Yeah. Yeah. Or Bings. Or uh, not Bings. Let's be honest. Ask no. Jeeveses. Mm, I don't think that exists anymore. <laughs> yeah no it it's it, it kind of goes back to that nature versus nurture where it feels like when you ask a question you just get another question you know yeah what I mean? that's what it is that's what it is it, it leads to other questions that that don't have answers at that yeah. point and all you can do is speculate and there's and not you finally too, can find an answer yeah there's not something day. you can just say like this is the line yep. this is it this is okay right up until this point and even even so, you can also dance around that line. Yeah. Once the line is drawn, you can make arguments. You can, and at that point, you've already done it. And I've already made these babies. What do I do now? These babies have genetically yeah. altered, and now they have superpowers. Right. And at that point, everybody's gonna want superpowers. I don't no. think we're I don't think we're quite there yet. But okay. Who knows? Five years from now. <laughs> Super <laughs> babies. Five years from now. Super babies, man. Yeah. It's gonna be like Jack Jack from Incredibles. <laughs> Yeah, just everywhere. Oh, that'd be horrifying. That's my kid. Uh, I'm gonna have that's, that's my boy. <laughs> that's my boy. <laughs> yeah, he's the one who just melted that stop sign. Yeah, with his mind. Here's my final. With that sweet mutton chops. <laughs> <laughs> that's also a superpower. I asked for my, that. Uh, I paid extra for that. <laughs> yeah, because they actually gave you money, saying, so "Please don't do this." Oh no, my no, god! No. Imagine like. Having places like barbershops, like all over the place, where you can yeah. just like customize a baby. Oh man! Fifty dollar package, you could you you get super speed. Yeah, okay. You pay five ninety nine extra I don't for think that's how good looks. Work. Seven dollars for green eyes. <laughs> Small payment of nineteen ninety nine, you can get a bear heart. Yes, but why would anybody want that? Well, which one though? Giraffe hearts are superior. Wait, superior to which one though? The B A R E heart or the B E A R heart? No, the B A A R one. B E A S B A A one. The Bauer heart. The Bauer heart. The Bauer heart. The B A U E R. The Bauer heart. Okay. The Bayer heart. Well, here's my final thought for the episode. Now that we've gone for a very, very long time, 
Um, which I think is fine. Though. I think it was a good episode. I, I certainly I, like hanging I out with you guys. It. Thanks, man. Oh, not me though. No, no, I okay. hate you. Yeah, well, the mustache. <laughs> you made you made clearly. This. I made you. I made you the way you are. You um, created this monster. My face is a Frankenstein, thanks to you. If, <laughs> if you could uh, genetically change, say you made a clone of yourself and you could change one gene in your clone so that it grows up to be a bit different than you, mm-hmm. what would be that one gene? I would alter the gene that makes it so that you can't win against me <laughs> and losing weight. <laughs> I would choose um, the gene that would allow me to drink Arizonas whenever I want and not worry about gaining weight so we have a theme <laughs> yeah we have a theme we have a theme so we're tired of being uh, fat <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh goodness well i hope you enjoy the, the mustache yeah. for a week it, so yeah. you now let me ask you this are we counting today as day number one i'm assuming since um, you officially changed it to this day i guess technically yeah we'll do that go for that so next friday you can uh make alterations however you feel necessary you know i'm just gonna let it grow in are you? I'm just going to let it grow in. Uh, it might be easier than... This is a new look, and I'm sure it's <laughs> going to be a conversation starter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it will. What's with your face? <laughs> so as you mentioned, tomorrow you have to go to a CPR class. Yes, I have to go to CPR training tomorrow. Uh-huh. And then Sunday, you and I are going out in public to see a movie. Yes. Thankfully, I'm, we'll... for... I'm actually looking forward to that. Not many people talk to me. This will give them a reason to. Are you going to wear the... Because we talked about Saturday, we're getting together with uh, some friends and we might dress you up as a cowboy. Will you wear the cowboy hat on Sunday? I will wear it. And on top of that, you have to get me a sheriff's badge. Deal. I could go as myself. (laughs) 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 I just imagine you going up to purchase the ticket and go, just as an example, I'll take one ticket to Aquaman, please. Oh, yeah. Aquaman. Now, do you give any kind of deals to the sheriff in town? Ding. (laughs) <laughs> oh man that'll be 1850 <laughs> you raised the price on me you're done a fair job I, I don't blame you so you gotta you're uh unflinching on your on your morals oh, I man, like if that. only we did this mustache thing during the uh cowboy episode oh man that we been might great. have to do one now while you have this Ooh. be prepared are you Todd's. gonna get a mustache you wanna you wanna join me nice try <laughs> Do you, uh, do you maybe want to do a mustache for a week just alongside me for fun of it? Yeah, even though it'll take you ages longer to grow it Unfair. Back. Unfair. I'm <laughs> very cruel. I mean, you don't understand. When you made me do this, you erased like eight minutes of work. I mean, come on. A full eight minutes of yeah. growth. I appreciate taking that eight minutes away from you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, anyway, guys, I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. I know Sheriff did. I certainly did. Um, this was a lot of fun. Not only just having the nonsense of the mustache, but also just talking about like the science stuff. Because honestly, like I may not know a lot about it, but it's definitely an interesting conversation. It uh, fascinates me to no end. So yeah. Well, I love talking science when I can. Absolutely. Um, hope you guys have a good day. Yeah. I hope you guys, <laughs> you know, you know, if you guys enjoy this sort of content, do remember that you can email us, tweet us, oh, uh, check out our Instagram. We're gonna which, have you know, we're gonna have some fun videos on there. We're gonna have a pictures. fun a fun video and pictures of Sheriff within within his mustache on Twitter and Instagram. I know a picture is already up, and I'm gonna is post it? a video soon. Yeah. Oh, you mean by the time this is uploaded, the picture will be there? No, I already posted it. When? You didn't check on Instagram. It got or us Twitter? like three followers already. <laughs> on, are you serious? Yeah. On Instagram? On Instagram. Are you just are you messing with me? I'm right not now? joking. Oh my goodness, you did post it. <laughs> seven likes for this. Nice. We have seven likes on something. Wow. 
We have seven followers. We got seven. Dude, we had like well, two followers so when I last checked. We have me following, your sister, my friend Nick Orlando, who I used to work at Target with, my friend Devin, who may have just recently done that. He did. Yeah. Uh, Amphivian, and then Oxy Daisy. Oh, Oxy, I see who that is. Oxy, uh, Melanie, uh, uh, that's um, Katie's mom. Oh, nice. I didn't look at the name below. I just looked at her tagline. So, uh, <laughs> Katie's mom now sees your facial hair. Oh, great. Uh, <laughs> amphibian. Oh, I see who Amphibian is now. Okay, I think. Anyway, sorry about the point. You're just dropping a ton of usernames here. Yeah, now. <laughs> just throwing names out there. Um, yeah, awesome. Well, now I gotta post it on Twitter now. Yeah, well, Dang I mean, you! I guess we'll, we're gonna go ahead and. Uh, this has gone on long. Yeah, long enough. this is the, one of the longer. Love you, Todd's. Flannel Todd's. Huh? Yeah. Flannel Todd's. <laughs> Flannel Todd's of the world. <laughs> Love you, Todd's. Bye. Bye bye. Have a nice day. Huh? You heard me. <laughs>